This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Mr. Speaker, his predecessor spent last week in America trying to flog her new book. In search of fame and wealth, she's taken to slagging off an under... Uh, they made her Prime Minister, now they can't bear talking about her. In search of fame and wealth, she's taken to slagging off and undermining Britain at every opportunity. She claimed, she claimed that as Prime Minister she was sabotaged by the deep state. She also remained silent as Tommy Robinson, that right-wing thug, was described as a hero. Why is he allowing her to stand as a Tory MP at the next election? Well, Mr Speaker, I don't believe a single member of this House supports Tommy Robinson, Mr Speaker. But, but Mr Speaker, if, if he wants to talk about former leaders and predecessors... The whole, the whole country knows his record because he sat there while anti-Semitism ran rife in this party and not once but twice backed a man who called Hamas friends, Mr Speaker. But to their credit, to their credit, the Shadow Chancellor, the Shadow Home Secretary and indeed the Shadow Foreign Secretary refused to back the former Labour leader. But he didn't because he's spineless, hopeless and utterly shameless. Mr Speaker, Mr Speaker, I've changed my party for the better. He is being changed by his party. The reason he's letting her stand is because he's too weak to do anything about it. It's the story of his leadership. When they refuse to accept any blame for the ruin of the last 14 years, you do wonder who they think has been running the country all this time. Thankfully, the former Prime Minister is on hand again to help. It turns out it's all the fault of the media, the corporate world and, bizarrely, the President of the United States. Winston Churchill once said, the price of greatness is responsibility. Now, I don't think the British public are expecting greatness from this Prime Minister, just a bit of accountability. So doesn't think it would be great if, just for once, the Tories actually took some responsibility. Mr Speaker, he talks about leadership, he talks about change, but when I learnt of something that I didn't agree with, I suspended one of my MPs straight away. But when he, but Mr Speaker, but Mr Speaker, when he learnt, when he learnt of vile, anti-Semitic remarks made by a Labour candidate, what did he do, Mr Speaker? He instructed his team to defend him. He sent, he sent a shadow cabinet minister to campaign for him, and he personally backed him for days. And that's the difference between us. I act on my principles. He hasn't got any. I can't believe he's saying it with a straight face. 
before the Prime Minister continued on our American odyssey, this, work, this journey into the wild west of her mind. She also claimed, she also claimed Mr Speaker, that Nigel Farage is the man to restore the Tory party. Can the Prime Minister confirm whether he too would welcome Mr Farage back into the Tory fold? Mr Speaker, in our party we have a proud tradition of diversity and accepting everyone from every background. Indeed, it is a proud record that puts Labour to shame, Mr Speaker. This is the party that delivered the first Jewish Prime Minister, the first female Prime Minister, the first Black Chancellor, the first Muslim Home Secretary and now led by the first British Asian Prime Minister. While it seems he can only champion men from North London, it's the Conservatives that represent modern Britain. So, so this, this diverse Tory party does welcome Nigel Farage. The Prime Minister two months, two months, two months ago, the Prime Minister said the Tory party is a broad charge. I welcome lots of people who want to subscribe to our ideals and our values. This is the same Nigel Farage who said he agreed with the basic premise of Enoch Powell's Rivers of Blood speech and bemoaned the influence of the Jewish lobby. So is the Prime Minister simply too scared to stand up to the gaggle of Tory MPs who moonlight as GB presenters, or does he genuinely think Nigel Farage shares the ideals and values of the Tory party? Mr Speaker, he wants to talk about values, but tomorrow in Rochdale, the people will have a choice of three former Labour candidates, two of which are anti-Semites, Mr Speaker. The truth is, his party is so mired in hate that despite three ex-Labour candidates standing, he can't back a single one of them, Mr Speaker. It's because we expel anti-Semites, he makes them Labour candidates. Mr Speaker, the, the truth is these are no longer the Tories your parents voted for and the public can see it. The Prime Minister has lost control of his party to the hordes of records of malcontents, the tinfoil hat brigade over there, the extremists who wreck the economy, all lining up to undermine him, humiliate him and eventually to get rid of him. When will he ever stand up to them and end the pathetic spectacle of a Tory party that used to try and beat Nigel Farage, now giving up and dancing to his tune instead? Mr Speaker, Mr Speaker, utterly shameless from someone who stood by while anti-Semitism ran rife in his party, oversaw the appalling situation in Rochdale and twice back the member for Islington North. And in the last few homes, Mr Speaker, last few weeks, we've seen members of Parliament's homes surrounded, their events disrupted, council meetings threatened, and just last week, we saw the very rules that govern this place abused because of intimidation, Mr Speaker. While he might, while he might, Mr. Speaker, while he might want to bend to mob rule, we will face down the extremists and stand up for British values.
It is Wednesday, 28 February, Year of Our Lord, 2024, right there at the House of Commons today. Triggered, that's Keir, uh, who is going to be the um, the uh, next uh, Labor Prime Minister, because they're going to give a death blow to the Tory party, uh, brought up our interviews with um, Liz Truss, the former Prime Minister, and of course, Nigel Farage at CPAC last week. That's what triggered all this. But the real fight is because I think it's tomorrow for the first time, as Nigel said on our show, they could have a Islamist party, part of labor, but a, a, a radical Islamist, maybe George Galloway. And these are not anti-Semites. These are Jew haters could actually be in parliament and elected tomorrow. So the, the same situation we talked about in the last hour with uh, with uh, about this red-green alliance, uh, this axis between radical Islam and uh, and the progressive uh, neo-Marxist left is really playing out in England, just like Brexit was before Trump's 16 of victory. So the European parliamentary elections in June, and I got to tell you, you're seeing it right there. Every day in parliament is actually more heated right now than even our own House of Representatives is pretty heated. We're going to have uh, Chris Pavlovsky from um, Rumble is going to join us momentarily, talk about this, uh, what Rumble's doing about it for First Amendment, the great Laura Loomer explosive reporting on uh, from Central America about the NGOs and what the NGOs are doing to destroy the United States of America in this border crisis. I want to first go to Rome, Ben Harnwell. Ben, uh, pretty uh, pretty heated there in Commons today about interviews that took place at CPAC last week on War Room. Your thoughts? Thanks, Stephen. I'm very grateful for the patience of the War Room posse and following the whole of that segment. Look, Steve, this is basically the confirmation of everything we've been saying now for months on the War Room. These issues are front and centre now in the in the UK political debate. The importance of what we've just seen here, this is Prime Minister's questions, PMQs. It's a once-weekly opportunity for the, for, the, for the House, for Parliament, to interrogate the Prime Minister. It lasts for half an hour. Leader of the opposition, I think, gets six questions. And this is his opportunity to drill down on the prime minister and score his maximum political points. And what he's talking about here is an agenda that the war room has been pushing uh, right on to the domestic... Right, it's been pushing it so hard, it's now on the domestic agenda of the UK. Right, this... Why has... Keir Starmer, as you say, is going to be the next prime minister. Why has he chosen these issues? Why has he chosen to talk about Nigel Farage, Tommy Robinson, the Liz Trust interview that, that you give? Why has he brought these up? Why isn't he talking about Ukraine, right, or Gaza, or Hamas um, in Israel? Why is he drilling on this? Because he knows, and this is what we said on the show yesterday, he knows that the Tory party is split right down the middle on these issues, and that's why he's trying to score maximum political advantage. Look, Nigel Farage is one of the most popular uh, political personalities in the UK. Mentioning him in the House of Commons isn't in, in and of itself something that would create embarrassment. The reason it creates embarrassment to the Tory party is because they don't know how to handle it, and they don't know how to handle the presence of reform UK, um, which is, you know, a new poll came out this morning. I haven't sent it to to, 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 to Denver. I'm sorry about that. Um, that says that the, that the Reform UK is now on, on, on its highest uh, rating, according to this poll uh, group, since uh, the foundation of the party. This is why the Tory party is breaking down. And it's why, of all the issues, Steve, of all the issues the leader of the opposition could drill down on, it's why he's homing in on Liz Truss, Tommy Robinson, Nigel Farage, 
the deep state, mainstream media, the, 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 the relationship between anti-Semitism and, and, and Hamas that, that's sort of dominating there um, in, in the by-election tomorrow in, in Rochdale. All these issues are now on the, the front agenda of, of, of UK political scene. And that can only and be good. Way. That can only be yeah. good because this is where we're going to dominate. Yeah. Uh, the, and people should know the Reform Party's kind of turned into a populist party. That's what's got them so rattled. Uh, I got to bounce. Uh, ben, we'll have you back on a bar. But I, the question, tomorrow, these uh, the special election that's happening, could two, two anti-Semites, I think, are, are run, not just running their platform. I think Galloway is basically the hatred of Israel and the hatred of Jews. I mean, they're not they're, they're not subtle about this. Could they possibly? Nigel Farage thinks one of these anti-Semites can win. Your 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 thoughts? It's possible, and it's interesting. You mentioned George Galloway himself, who's who's been in and out of Parliament for first from the Labour Party for a number of decades, and then um, under a different independent party, I think some ten years ago. He's interesting, and I'll break this down tomorrow if I if I can come on the show and and, um, and we, if we have some results exit poll results already tomorrow. i tell you why George Galloway is interesting, Steve. It's because he's often likened um, uh, to be a, the sort of populist... He's like basically our mirror image on the left. He's populist, uh, but he's on the left. As you say, uh, there's, a, there's a long streak of, of, uh, of anti-Semitism. I think he might even be married to a Muslim. Um, so, so he's very much there. But how he goes, because yes. he's creating an equal uh, 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 discomfort in the Labour Party, in the established mainstream... And that Nigel Farage is doing on, on the right of, of the spectrum. So I'll break this down uh, when we have some more results. Steve, but it's very interesting. Remember, That's the he... name to watch, George Galloway. George Galloway. Okay, Ben Cedemore, thank you. By the way, all of all of Europe is on tenterhooks. That's why this the uh, Europe, European parliamentary elections in June are going to be the exact going to be analogous to the Brexit vote in uh, June of 2016 and laying the predicate for the 2016, the 2024 election here in November. And all of Europe's on tenor hooks about this issue, about the great invasion, radical Islam, Sharia supremacism in England. This is why I threw out Tommy Robinson as being a hero. They can't even talk about it in parliament. They won't talk about it in parliament. Only a guy like Tommy Robinson. And Tommy Robinson is a piece of work. People know that. He's, he's a tough guy. He's a rough guy. Want to go to one of the uh, leaders in uh, in free speech in our country, and thank God we've got this platform. Rumble. Chris Pavlovsky joins us, the CEO, founder of Rumble. Uh, brother, you just saw Commons right there, and remember, in England they have nowhere near the protections we have, but in the United States they're going away too, and people have to be very worried about this. We want full debate. We want heated debate. This is what democracy is about. But Chris, you guys are under siege all the time, are you not? I think we've got. Uh, a million uh, people, on almost a million people subscribing to Worm over there. And what I love about our Rumble audience it is by far the hardest, toughest, sharpest elbows crowd that we have in all the chat rooms. And we got, you know, a half a dozen chat rooms. They're fantastic. We love it. But you're, you guys are under siege, too, are you not, sir? Steve, thanks for having me on. Um so yeah, we've been under siege for quite some time now. Uh, am I on mute right now, or is it working? It's saying no. Mute. We have you, sir, loud and clear. All right, great. Okay, yeah. Chris, so we've been keep, under Chris, siege. Keep talking. Thank you. Yeah. So we've been on siege from uh, the very beginning. Um, soon as we, soon as we started growing back in 2020, 
And, uh, you know, we are seeing governments like the New York State come after us uh, when it comes to free speech. They've been attacking free speech in the First Amendment. Uh, they tried to put forth a law in the New, in New York State that tries to demand that social media platforms uh, have to report back to the state any hateful or any type of uh, speech that they don't disagree, that people disagree with. Uh, we fought that. Uh, we won the first battle. It's being appealed right now. And uh, we just had our hearing about a week ago. So we're we're under attack all the time when it comes to free expression. We're the tip of the spear. Uh, and where it really starts, actually, is at the infrastructure level. So not only are we attacking it both in the on the state level and in the legal system, but we're actually building an entire infrastructure, an entirely new highway for, for people uh, like Rumble, companies like Rumble. As we all remember, Parler got shut down by Amazon AWS. Uh, that's not going to happen anymore. Rumble's going to be launching the Rumble Cloud here in the next few weeks, uh, available to the entire public. And that's where it really starts. That's where the highways uh, open up. That's where people, that's where Rumble can really push forward and be the tip of the spear for freedom of expression. So how do people support you, and particularly in, in this fight right now? You're publicly traded. Uh, you're a great platform for us. I mean, the war room wouldn't be the war room if it was not for uh, for Rumble. We got Real America's Voice. We have Lindale TV. We've got Getter. But you guys are very important, like I said, you, you bring a different element. Your audience is on top of things. Your audience is aware. Uh, they have a sense of urgency. And they're tough hombres. I mean, we get guests on here that may not be with the program, and they're the first to say, get them off, give them the hook. I mean, the, the, you, uh, Rumble is, are, I think, popular with brawlers, which we love. So how can people continue to support you in these fights? you got these fights all over the country. But what do they do? Yeah, so we're we're publicly traded right now uh, on the Nasdaq under ticker symbol RUM, um, and the the best way to support Rumble is to create an account, download the app, watch your show on either of the apps or on television. Um, they can uh, it, it participate and, and engage with the shows, get into those chats, uh, be a part of the community. That's the best way to support Rumble. That's that's how we keep winning. Uh, the bigger the community becomes, the more people that subscribe to your show and the, and the more that you grow, the more we push back against uh, all the conglomerates uh, on the tech side. Um, we push back against YouTube. We could push back against all the different platforms out there and uh, really grow the, the community on Rumble. And that's the best way to show the world that it matters. And I, I think there, there was just a poll that came out. And it, it's a really interesting poll because it, I think it was done by Fire as well. And it said 69% of Americans believe the country is on the wrong track with free speech. That's a, that's a big number. Um, I would like to see it even higher, but still, that's, that's a very large number. And when it comes to Rumble, Rumble's, like I said, it's the tip of the spear when pushing back on free speech and really doing what the majority of Americans want to see. The majority of Americans want to be able to, to talk freely. They want to be authentic. They don't want to be muzzled. They don't want to be told they can't say something. And we definitely don't want to be people that are told uh, you can't uh, – told what you can and can't say online. The idea of, of, of interaction in communities online is to be able to speak freely and really be able to uh, 
communicate in a very authentic way. Anything other than that is inauthentic, it's fake, and no one wants to see it. So Americans are starting to wake up to that. 69% uh, are saying it's heading in the wrong direction. Rumble is the vehicle that is pushing it in the right direction. We're we're pushing, the, we're the tip of the spear when it comes to allowing people to have real authentic conversations online. Yeah. Uh, Chris, thank you so much. By the way, we're permanently banned on YouTube, <laughs> but we're a big hit on Rumble. We really thank, we really thank you for that, brother. And it hasn't hurt us at all. That show's bigger than ever because of platforms like you. Chris, thank you so much. We'll make sure we get everybody to download the app and maybe even go in the chat if they're brave enough, if you're brave enough to go into the Rumble chat. Thank you so much, Chris. <laughs> thank you, Steve. Thanks for having me. Just amazing. Great company. Need your support. Make sure you just download the app or go to the website and uh, and download. I got Laura Loomer. Laura, before starting with your amazing, and, and, and Panama and Central America got loomered this weekend, the NGOs did, as only you can do. I want to ask your thoughts, and I don't want to get in the details of your case because I know there's there's some controversy about that, et cetera. But when we played Commons right there, and you saw what happened in Michigan last night, and believe it, it that there could be actually be what, what uh, Nigel Farage calls the Islamist wing of the Labor Party could be voted into Commons tomorrow. Give me your give me your assessment. Uh, you, you you watch this. You you you've been to Israel. You're one of the great fighters for Israel. Uh, give me your assessment when you see the United Kingdom, and that was six minutes of intensity all around one the one aspect, and that is about the anti-Semitism and quite frankly the Jew hatred that just comes through the Labour Party in the more radical parts of uh, of the English culture. Your, your thoughts, ma'am. Well, it's really interesting to me and quite uh, hip uh, hypocritical to be seeing Muslims. Okay, these are these are Pakistani uh, Muslim representatives uh, in the parliament in the UK uh, who who are trying to be uh, arbiters of of truth as it relates to anti-Semitism when they have allowed for uh, under leadership of people like uh, Sadiq. Khan, right, the, the mayor of London, to turn London into an Islamic shithole. I mean, let's be honest about what it is, okay? okay. And, you know, I heard you in the previous interview talk about radical Islam. It's not radical Islam, it's just Islam. And, and anybody that wants to dispute that can pick can put Quran in it for themselves and find out that that's, that's Islam in its form. And it's interesting that they want to call Tommy Robinson an anti-Semite, and they say that, oh, we can't talk about Tommy Robinson, when it's Tommy Robinson, who's a dear friend of mine, who spent time in prison, and, and they intentionally put him in the same prison with Islamic gangbangers, hoping that they were going to murder him in jail, simply because he was exposing the rise of of jihadists and this jihadist invasion of the UK. And he, he did a phenomenal uh, documentary about anti-Semitism as well. And so uh, it's a... It's the same thing they do to me here in the United States, right? I'm a Jewish Jewish woman, yet they call me an anti-Semite. They call me an Islamophobe. And uh, the, the judge who ordered the raid on Mar-a-Lago has ordered to pay uh, care over $125,000, right? Uh, that stands for the Council on Islamic... Uh, Council on American Islamic Relations, relations, and I'm not allowed to speak about them, right, per this court order. Uh, but you get the point. That point. That same, that same culture that is existing now in the UK is very much alive here in the United States as well. We have jihadists serving in, in the United States Congress. Just look at Ilhan Omar. Look at Rashida Tlaib. We have uh, uh, pro-Sharia attorney generals. Look at the case of Keith Wilson, who is the first Muslim attorney general in the United States in Minnesota. 
I want to talk about, we're going to go to break here. We'll play the, your amazing investigative reporting for Central America. But I want to go back to uh, last night. Uh, and I said on the morning show and then earlier in the 5 o'clock that this was a seminal moment. I mean, this was a full flex. You had what we call the red-green access, the, the neo-Marxist radical left uh, who are all for, you know, LGBTQ and all that until it comes with partnering with Sharia supremacists. And then they're fine with that to take down the Judeo-Christian West. How how important? Because right now that was a full flex and they showed the Biden regime who has not been supportive of Israel at all. They basically said, unless you flip sides here, right. you're not going to win Michigan. And if you don't win Michigan, uh, Joe Biden, it's mathematically impossible for Joe Biden to win the presidency unless he wins Michigan. Your thoughts, ma'am. Look, uh, the enemy of our enemy is not necessarily our friend in this case. Uh, you have places in Michigan like Dearborn and Hamtram, Tramic, uh, that I've visited and I've investigated. And you have people that live in these communities who are literally flying and waving in their communities. OK, uh, FBI statistics show that the number one ISIS recruitment location in the United States is Ilhan Omar's home district in Minneapolis. And then second to that into that is Rashida Tlaib's. There's a reason why. There's a reason why and why, because these people are full blown jihadists. And it's and it's not a surprise. Uh, they aren't now voting for Joe Biden because uh, under under Islam and under Sharia law and in these in these Sharia supremacist nations, like majority Muslim countries, they kill gay people, people. People. And so uh, the left, the left found an alliance, rather unholy alliance, with the Muslims in our country uh, because they thought, okay, we're going to be able to make them anti-Trump because Donald Trump is implementing the travel ban. Uh, but now that the Muslims, right, are 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 arriving in record numbers through this invasion on our southern border. I showed you through my investigation this week in Panama. I encountered Iranians. I encountered Afghani's. I encountered Somalis. All of whom said they love Ilhan Omar and the Democrats, by the way. But one thing that they absolutely, absolutely will not stand for is homosexuality, right? And that's why they're now starting to speak out about Joe Biden and all. And so too, they are—they are not just anti-Semites; they are Jew haters who wish to not only kill Jews but also to kill the Christians. And it's not just about the Jews. What starts with the Jews never never ends with the Jews, right? Christians of this country better wake the hell up too, because all these invaders, the groups like Hyas and Catholic Charities and the Obama administration and the Biden administration, imported for years through terms like like refugee resettlement. No, those are all bloodthirsty Islam Islamic invaders yeah. are here to implement an Islamic. Caliphate and, and, yeah. and wave the Islamic flag in the United States Capitol. Hang on for one second. Laura Loomer is going to show some footage from her investigative report, particularly these NGOs, Catholic Charities, the Hebrew Organization, the Lutherans, the Adventist, all of it. Birchgold.com. You think it's turbulence? You saw the way we opened with commons. The House of Representatives is the same way. Turbulent times. For over 5,000 years of man's recorded history, gold has been a hedge. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Go there today. Talk to Philip Patrick and the team about gold as a hedge in times of financial turbulence. Back in a moment. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store, the dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks 
to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action. 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 I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, Some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Who can you trust? Government leaders repeatedly fail us. Self-appointed experts have led us astray. Distrust in so-called authorities is spreading like a bad cold. We can't quite shake it, but you are not as powerless as they'd like you to believe. When there's no one to depend on, it's time to rely and depend on yourself. Not sure where to start? Well, try this. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply for just 60 bucks off. Think about that. $60 off right now. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. I want you to think about that. Reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories every single day. Sealed inside heavy-duty packaging that lasts up to 25 years in storage. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and protect your future with as many kits as you need. These kits ship fast, free, and arrive in unmarked boxes. With My Patriot Supply, when you order by 3 p.m., your food kits will ship the same day. Save $60 per kit. That is $60 per kit at MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Hey, everybody. So I'm currently uh, in Panama. I'm at the Bajo Chiquito Migrant Camp, which is the first point of contact for many of these migrants who then get out of the Darien Gap and are trying to then uh, get to other migrant camps like Lajas Blancas or take the bus to Costa Rica so that they can continue their path, ultimately going to the United States of America. And you can see here we have a map that's been provided by HIAS, uh, which is a Jewish organization. 
it's disgusting. Uh, as a Jew, as an American, somebody who's in favor of closed borders, I find it to be absolutely disgraceful that groups like HIAS, which stands for the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, are using Judaism as a cloak to traffic human beings uh, around uh, Central and South America and then into the United States. Uh, here, you can see that uh, it's in cooperation with the United Nations, and they have all the routes listed. So uh, for all the migrants that want to know where they should go once they arrive here, starting from Colombia, the entrance to the Darien Gap, right, here's all the different different uh, locations and stops. They tell them the weather in each location, uh, the, the height of the water, the current, and then to Panama. So it's Colombia, Panama. We're currently now in Bajo Chiquito. That line over there, uh, if you want to pan the camera, you can show them. That's where they're supposed to be getting registered. One of the few people going to do this. I want you to connect, and and folks, you got to know you can go to Laura Loomer's site. She's got so much footage that is unbelievable in so many different aspects. But I want you to connect for our audience. The fight on Capitol Hill that we know we're not going to get any policy wins. I already told us that. No no cuts in budget. No policy wins. Policy wins would be get rid of the woke and weaponized funding of like these NGOs. Connect. What's the battle on Capitol Hill for the next couple of days till midnight on March first? Um, what you reported down there in Central America and what's going on in uh, in Michigan with this full flex by the uh, by the Arab American community, ma'am. 
Well, as you as you could see there, right, uh, HIAS stands for the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, Steve. And what they are is a Jewish NGO. We have a lot of uh, religious NGOs in our country. One of them is Catholic Charities. Uh, but in this case, it's the Jews that are providing maps uh, with very detailed instructions to but these illegal alien invaders. But hang on, slow down. But hang on, slow down. But slow down. Hang on, hang on. The Hebrew, that Hebrew society, correct me if I'm wrong, was started... I think over 100 years ago, wasn't this a group that, that actually helped Jews get out of the pogroms of, of Russia and Poland and get them to Western countries or get them out? I mean, it was started for a reason well, of helping Jews look, in certain countries of being, that were being abused, right? Look, a lot of these Jewish organizations claim that they were created or were founded on, on the basis of trying to help Jews. Look at the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, that now spends its time uh, rallying around Islamists and defaming good Jews like myself, right? So, yeah, I mean, look, it doesn't really matter what they did 100 years ago uh, if they're now facilitating and helping uh, carry out the invasion of our country. I don't, I don't really care who they helped. And I say that as a Jew myself, and we have to call it out because what they're doing is they're receiving funds from our United States government. If you look at their financials, and I actually posted a screenshot of this today, Steve, on my Twitter account, okay? You can see their 2022 financial report that shows that they received over $59 million, okay, from, from uh, the United States government, and they're receiving money from Department of Homeland Security. The 59 million came from the State Department, and then they received another about 29 million or so uh, from another uh, government agency funded by the taxpayers and 10,000 from uh, Department of Homeland Security. Why do I bring this up? Because Alejandro Mayorkas, who isn't even Alejandro, that's just more identity politics BS, Steve. He's actually uh, a Jewish Cuban. And there's a guy by the name of Dr. Jeff Gunter, who's currently running for Senate in Nevada right now, who went to high school with Alejandro Mayorkas. And he showed me the yearbook photos that showed that Alejandro never went by Alejandro until he wanted to be a DEI hire. He went by Ollie. And he would tout the fact that he was Jewish more than the fact that he was Cuban. And his yearbook photos show him playing tennis in little short shorts with a Jufro, right? So it just shows you the nonsense when you see him testifying about, oh, I understand the plight of these people. It's not an invasion. I'm a Latino. No, he's not really. And he's on, he was a former board member, Steve, of Highest, and his brother is still financially tied to the organization. So just think about this. This group that is responsible for the invasion of our country, Highest, they're giving invaders maps with instructions on how to get to our country. Their former board member is now the secretary at the at DHS, and he's funding money. He's funneling money, money to these people. I mean, we're we are literally self-financing the invasion of our own country with our taxpayer money, Steve. Laura, when you were down there uh, and you have Catholic charities, you have the Lutherans, you have the Adventists, and then you've got the U.N., you were down there at Panama at the base. Um, is there any doubt in your professional mind as an investigative reporter, in fact, one of the top investigative reporters in the country, that the vast majority of these people are coming here as economic migrants to, to essentially have a, a, a better life and not because of uh, not because of the types of persecution you need to be granted asylum, a political persecution to be granted political uh, asylum, ma'am? Look, they say that they want to come here for a better life, but what I found and what I discovered is that these NGOs like the United Nations and HIAS, they're actually coaching these invaders, Steve, on what to say so that they can be granted temporary protected status at the border or refugee status, right, or asylum. 
Uh, some of these people, like the Somali I found in the camp, said that he spent $15,000, okay? How does a Somali, a 22-year-old Somali kid, get $15,000? Most Americans don't even have $15,000 sitting around, right? So they want to say that they're poor, but they all have cell phones. And that's one thing that I noticed is that every single invader had a smartphone. If you're really poor, you're not going to have a smartphone, right? You're just not. I mean, there's there's priorities in this world, and having a smartphone isn't one of them if you're poor and you don't have food and you don't have water. And so they want to tell people what to say so that they get fast-tracked when they cross our border. And what I also found to be really concerning is that a lot of these invaders, Steve, have a very deep understanding of our United States political system. I asked Venezuelans, I asked Afghanis, I asked Iranians and Chinese, oh, what do you think about Joe Biden? Oh, we love Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, no sapoyan. You could see the video for, for yourself in the middle of the river in the jungle near the Bajo Chiquito migrant camp. There, I speak Spanish. I was speaking to these people in Spanish. They said they hate Trump. They called them a puta, which is basically bitch in Spanish. And they said they don't like Trump because he's going to deport them. And they, I actually have video that I haven't released yet, Steve, that shows these invaders talking about how they're going to get mail-in ballots and vote for President uh vote for Joe Biden in the upcoming presidential election. I have that video. I haven't released it yet. Um, is this, uh, people say, oh, it's chaotic. It's, it's disorganized. You got to shut down the cha chaotic border, the anarchy. Did you find this chaotic or did you actually see a pretty well greased system that the NGOs are actually one of the prime movers here to get as many invaders into the country, into the United States as possible, as quickly as possible? It's pretty organized. It's chaotic once they arrive in our country, and that's by design, of course. Uh, but the way that they have this system down, right, you have the illegals, they come in through the Darien Gap, they get through the jungle, then a piragua, which is basically one of the little water boats, goes and picks them up at the end of the jungle on the Panamanian side. They take them to Bajo Chiquito. They get they get processed by the uh, UN uh, refugee agency with a Senate front officer. That's the Panamanian Border Patrol. And look, the Senate front Border Patrol people, they're doing an excellent job. It's not Panama's fault that this is happening. Uh, you have Colombia that is doing nothing to stop this. You have Venezuela that's doing nothing to stop this. And I actually interviewed Oriel Ortega, who was the former head of Senefront, and he's now an advisor, a national security advisor, Steve, to the president of Panama. And I said to him, you know, uh, Mr. Ortega, and it's in Spanish, and we're working on translating the interview for, for the audience here. Uh, I said, Mr. Ortega, you, you actually met with Alejandro Mayorkas last year in April when he came to Panama and implemented Operation Controlled Flow at the Darien Gap. Uh, he also testified in front of Congress and said this wasn't an invasion. Do you think that Alejandro Mayorkas lied to Congress when he said it wasn't an invasion? And Oriol Ortega said, yes, this is an invasion. It's an invasion in the United States, and it's an invasion in Panama. And he said that uh, the United States is, is funding this. And so that's pretty damning, right, when you have the head of Border Patrol from Panama, which is now a transit country, for most of these illegals that are coming into our nation, saying that Alejandro Mayorkas um, is, is, is not being honest when he says that this is not an invasion. Uh, you've done uh, investigative reporting all over the world, from Israel to, the, to Europe, uh, UK, everywhere. How big a danger is this? How is it overhyped to say that they're military age men are coming through in the tens of thousands? And people know in this show that 10,000 no, <laughs> men form a combat no. division. Talk to us about that for a second. 
It is absolutely not overhyped at all. Uh, actually, one of the videos that I sent you, Steve, and posted and it has a few million views now on X is uh, a video that shows the Chinese encampment in the middle of the jungle. I just want everybody to kind of imagine this with your imagination, okay? Imagine going into the jungle, no cell service whatsoever, and encountering a little Shantyville encampment and a, a little a little river where people are getting off of boats and they're all Chinese. There's no self-service and the Shantyville is operated on the indigenous land of the Embara Indians who are the indigenous people there in the Panamanian jungle. The Chinese, this is so sophisticated, Steve, that there's no cell service in the jungle, but the Chinese are actually using Starlink. They actually have Elon Musk's Starlink technology, Steve, that they're using to make transactions with Alibaba Pay and WeChat Pay, which are all controlled by the uh, CCP, as you know, the Chinese Communist Party. And that's how they are making transactions and receiving money. The CCP is sending these people money so then they can go buy a $60 bus ticket because that's how much it costs to get on the bus 15 hours from Panama, uh, the migrant camp, to Costa Rica. And then through Costa Rica, they all go to Nicaragua and then they go to Honduras and they go to Guatemala, Mexico. And then, of course, from Mexico, they get in through our country at the border. This is all on video. Ask yourself, how is it that there's a wait list in the United States of America for people that want to get Starlink technology, but in the middle of a tiny little Indian village, okay, an Indian village in the Panama jungle that has been taken over by Chinese signs as opposed to their native language, they have Starlink so that they could make financial transactions with the CCP. Every single person you're, that I spoke to that was a man told me that they traveled alone. You could see the video, the Somali, the China, the Chinaman, uh, all of them, Steve, 80% of the of the so-called migrants I saw, we got to stop using that word because it's a manipulation of semantics. We got to call these people what they are. They're invaders. They are criminal, illegal alien invaders. Okay. These are enemies of the state and they need to be deported and stopped. 80% Steve are, are, uh, are men. And a lot of the children that I found and encountered, they're traveling as, as unaccompanied minors. It's, it's awful. You see little children there that are sitting alone, and God knows if they're being trafficked or if they're being raped. It's just disgusting. Uh, was it uh, last question? Because we got to bounce. Was it um, more uh, horrific than you expected? Was, I mean, was this worse than you expected when you went down there? The footage you sent up is pretty shocking. But did you find it overall worse than you expected, or about the same? I mean, I. I'm not naive. I'm pretty plugged in. And so I know how bad it is. Right. I mean, I, I know that we have people from all around the world coming in, uh, but it really puts it into a different perspective when you see it up close and personal. I wasn't expecting it to be as advanced. Right. I thought that it would be more chaotic. But I think the thing that I was most surprised by is just how this is a well-oiled human trafficking machine. And I was extremely shocked to see uh, maps inside of these um, of these uh, migrant encampments, Steve, these invader encampments, giving instructions to people on how to invade the country. I mean, the fact that they're actually telling you, all right, at, at this time, this is what the weather is going to be. This is how high the tide is going to be. This is criminal. This is treason. And the fact that our taxpayer money is going through the State Department and, and Homeland Security to fund groups like the United Nations and HIAS, it needs to be shut down. I don't know what the hell Speaker Johnson is doing. 
I mean, we can, we control the purse strings, Steve. What the hell are the Republicans doing in, in Congress right now with the allocation of funds in the budget? They should shut this government down until all these organizations are shut down, Steve. I don't want a single penny going towards this invasion. And what Americans need to understand is it's not Mexico, it's not Panama, it's not Costa Rica, it's not even uh, you know any of these Middle Eastern or African nations. It is the United States of America, Steve, that is funding and facilitating the invasion of our own country. This is by design. Laura, where do people get your podcast? Uh, specifically, where do they get all this footage? It's it's shocking and, and detailed and informative. Yeah. And where are they following follow, yeah. on social so media? I'm going to be uh, posting it all on Rumble now in the in the 4K versions. Now that I'm back, had a little bit of a internet issue out there, as you can imagine, in the jungle. Uh, but uh, my Rumble channel at Laura Loomer. Be sure you follow that every Tuesday and Thursday. My show Loomer Unleashed is live at 8 p.m. Eastern. Follow me on X and Truth Social at Laura Loomer. You can subscribe to me there as well. And uh, I'm also on Getter at Laura Loomer. And my website, where I have all the written material that accompanies these videos, is loomerd.com. Again, that's loomerd.com. Laura, thank you very much. A spectacular trip, as only you can do. You loomered, uh, you loomered the invasions uh, in the, coming through Central America. So great job. Thank you for joining thank us. Thank you. Yeah, I just hope that it makes a difference. And it, it's, uh, the footage really it's, vindicates President Trump. It's going to make a huge difference. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. We started with the uh, the ruckus in uh, Parliament in the second hour. Of course, we started the first hour with uh, Mitch McConnell's uh, announcement. And obviously, this audience, uh, as I said before, I couldn't give enough kudos to this audience for the trifecta. For uh, McCarthy, the first time ever a Speaker of the House in history. Then the change out the RNC, as they said, could never be done to change out the RNC. Uh, within within a cycle, just impossible. You've done that. Now uh, you've taken out uh, the most never Trump, anti Trump, anti MAGA person that hates MAGA has not spoken to the president in uh, three years, I think, over three years. Mitch McConnell goes down today. It's a compliment to this audience. It's your trifecta because you put your shoulder to the wheel, just like you're doing right now on the big fight uh, on Capitol Hill. Two zero two 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 five three one two one. Get Bill Bluster, all of it. Just absolutely uh, incredible what you guys have done. This is why they fear you, and this is why they respect you, because they understand when the Warren Posse gets something, you know, when it gets a, when it goes on point, gets a target, things happen. It's also, as you saw from Laura, and I want everybody, and I want Grace and Mo, and and hopefully uh, the team here to make sure we push it. I want everybody to see her footage. It's quite powerful, and uh, it shows you. Biden hasn't done anything since this thing came up. Not one. That not only has not stopped. They're still processing them through as much as possible. And this is why companies like uh, My Patriot Supply. I think it's now more than ever. You just got to prepare. You have no earthy idea. We're pretty good at pattern recognition. And I can tell you right now, nobody knows nothing. We we have, think have a pretty good understanding of how things are developing. And I tell people, you got to be prepared. You got to be prepared, particularly if you want to be part of the kind of the vanguard we have here, the um, the cadre that makes things happen. You can't get diverted by a lot of other, you know, things that may happen to you. That's why my, my Patriot Supply, the team over there, is the best in the business. This is why we're partnered with them. Just go to MyPatriotSupply.com and check it out. One thing Joe Reek and the team does is immerse you in information. I realize a lot of this situation about prepping is kind of foreign to people, but to go check it out today. It's also Birch Gold. You need hedges. Look, look at her reporting. Look at the footage. 
Look how dangerous to the country and how destabilizing the Biden regime, the usurpers want to destabilize the country. They want to transform the country. They're going to do it first by destabilization. That's why you need a hedge. You need to understand about precious metals. There's no better guys than the birch gold guys. We've worked on this in the dollar empire for now three years, but it's Philip Patrick and the team that you have to talk to. Birchgold.com slash Bannon and get to Philip Patrick and the, uh, the entire team. And last but not least, uh, the companies that support your values. This is why we're so honored uh, to have uh, Patriot Mobile as a sponsor. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon also to get your free connection. But go check it out. Immerse yourself. See why, what this company is about. What are the Christian values they hold? How do they give money back to the community? See if you agree with that. The service is spectacular. But go check it out. Okay, Lou Dobbs follows us. We're back at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. A huge day. Mitch McConnell, we finally got the trifecta. McCarthy, McDaniel, McConnell, all within about six months. Took us a year. Maybe go back to January last year. Let's give it a year. Lou Dobbs next. We're back tomorrow morning at 10 in the War Room. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67% and do it again. Warroom Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.